0: Hey guys, welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. We
1: are excited to talk about what we watched this last week. We watched two shows that start with the letter R. That's how they're connected this week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like Sesame Street, like this week was brought to you by the letter R.
1: Exactly. We watched Run on HBO, which just finished up last week, I think. And we also watched Rami, which was uh which dropped this weekend on Hulu, season 2. And I'm very excited to discuss them with Jordan. Ditto. Great. I'm glad that's not one-sided. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs>
1: First off, news. There isn't much to report. I only really have one item that I was excited about um, this week, and it's that Palm Springs, the movie, is being um, going to be dropping on Hulu in July. Um, this is a movie that was at Sundance this last year, and I tried to waitlist to go see it and didn't get in. And so I'm excited to see it because a lot of people loved it and it yeah. has a lot of people in it.
0: It has a really fun, great cast. And yeah, people. it was like on some people's best of Sundance this year. So I'm very excited about that. Same. Some other TV news we wanted to discuss is HBO Max is like out now, but it's really hard to watch it if you actually want to watch it on a TV, if you have Roku, like I do, or um, Amazon Fire, like a fire stick. Mm-hmm. And it's like really disappointing. I was really excited to go in and rewatch all of Search Party. Um, and I bought it on Amazon Search Party, but I want to watch it on HBO so that HBO can have my stats and they know that people want to watch Search Party.
1: Good point. <laughs> And I thought I was going to be able to um, bypass this little hang-up because I get my HBO through my um, Hulu account. But even then, you you actually cannot watch HBO Max content on the Hulu app. You still have to download the HBO Max app and sign in with your Hulu credentials. So... It's kind of bogus.
0: It's so weird. And I was thinking about this just yesterday, too, because I was, like, just, again, annoyed that – I mean, like, I could watch it on my phone or on my laptop, but I want to watch it on my regular TV with my Roku. And it's strange. So it's, like, they're going to be separating things into, like, HBO versus HBO Max content. And, like, does that mean – only HBO Max originals or like anything that wasn't previously available on regular HBO. Like it's very weird. So like,
1: cause I know search party weird.
0: search party is, I mean, maybe technically it does count as an HBO Max original, but the old seasons technically aren't. And so it's mm-hmm. like they are, but they're still only available on the HBO Max app. So it's just, it's just very weird or like friends, like friends is clearly not an HBO Max original show. But that content's only available on Max, so it's just. I read, really
1: I saw that it was trending on Twitter. Everyone was like, "What is the difference between HBO Go, HBO Now, and HBO Max?" And I read some things, and I was like, oh, "That clarifies it." But I actually cannot even remember it now. So clearly, I didn't clarify it that well.
0: You know? Yes. Yeah. Like you should be able to like repeat it back to someone else. Yeah. Exactly. It's weird. It's like a dream. You like solved the problem in your dream, but then you can't mm-hmm. remember it the next day yeah dang yeah pretty disappointing very i saw an article that i read because i was like am i just crazy and i can't figure out where that i can watch this or download this Mm -hmm. um turns out i'm not but they were comparing it to disney plus they were like "If disney plus stumble this was in digital trends website if disney plus stumbled out of the gate hbo max is falling flat on its face <laughs> it's like, wow, savage but also kind of true
1: what about in relation to quibi though <laughs> who felt who fell the furthest
0: you know yeah well the, i feel like it's it depends on how you judge it because quibi didn't have any technical issues it's just that <laughs> no one cared <laughs> the sad hard truth you know yeah it's it's sad but they're still kicking. They're still like. There's still new shows that are, like. They're still, still cranking have to out, come out
1: content. Yeah, they've still they still have a lot of content that they had already previously filmed and need to push out, so they can keep trying. Mhm. It's so funny. Well, for our top three this week, it we were inspired by a really great scene in um hbo's run where phoebe waller bridge's character is um doing some karaoke so we thought it would be fun to um discuss our top three karaoke songs and jordan and i are very like into karaoke so mostly this is just fun for us and hopefully it's fun for all of you too (laughs)
0: yeah i hope that it's like You can learn more about us, but also maybe get some good suggestions because sometimes that's the hardest part of karaoke is even coming up with a song you want to do. Yeah, it's
1: very hard. I have a playlist on my Spotify account that I like add
0: songs to when I think of a good one
1: and recommend.
0: I think that's a great idea. And I think that I stole that idea from you because I started doing that. And it is really good because there's sometimes when you're like having a like blast singing along to some song and you're like okay this is a good one because this is not a difficult range (laughs) Mm -hmm. i need to remember this song so yeah that's definitely a taylor idea that i stole i support it okay well i'll start out
1: with my number three which is um taylor swift's all too well and i will put a little asterisk next to this one because This isn't necessarily one of my favorite karaoke songs while you're like at a karaoke place with like a bunch of people. But my sister and I are very dedicated to um, learning every word to this song. I mean, we've done it, but we like to test each other and we always will turn on the karaoke version of this song in our car. Anytime we're driving and we scream out the words and it's just it's really fun to test yourself on songs you think you know really well. And I'll also say that one time uh, Jordan and I and some friends drove 10-ish hours to Colorado to um, attend a Taylor Swift concert and the entire drive we played every single song from her disco- discography and um, sang karaoke to every single song and took turns. And it was a beautiful a- moment. And it was one of my favorite car
0: rides I've ever had. So would recommend that too. That was such a – that was just like an iconic road trip. Probably – one of my most favorite road trips ever because it was just so pure and so fun.
1: Yeah, it was great. And just like a really, really great way to pass time.
0: Oh, yeah. It was – I mean, there's some parts of that drive out to Denver from Utah that are so boring and it makes it feel like it's going to take forever and you're never going to get there. And I don't remember a lot of moments like that when we were all – Testing each other on oh. our Taylor Swift karaoke. Mm-hmm. That's a perfect answer. Also, I will add that one time Taylor and I did all too well at a small karaoke get together, and some people who are not Taylor Swift fans said that that song hurt them emotionally. So that is true. It's a it's a really epic one. Highly recommend in a small setting where you know everyone. Um. Okay, my number three is also a Taylor and Jordan special. It is Hey Juliet by Element.
1: <laughs> Yay! I'm so glad that you brought that one up.
0: <laughs> they, Element, is, and it is spelled L-M-N-T, they are a forgotten boy band from the 2000s. And If You Know, You Know, that's a great song. And, and if you don't know,
1: we are genuinely confused how you don't know. But a lot of our friends didn't
0: know. Yeah, and um, we insist on singing it every time there's a karaoke party. <laughs> no one else knows the words. This is a time- else hates us. <laughs> this is the-, the one time I condone breaking karaoke rules, which is like, pick a song everyone knows. But this one's like really fun and really fast. It's just great, fun, throwback pop. And we're just trying to spread the good word. But it's basically a karaoke tradition. Yes, yes, it is.
1: Okay, my number two is Sugar, We're Going Down by Fall Out Boy. Um, that song never gets old. It's my one of my favorite songs to jam out in the car to. Um, and it's just a crowd pleaser, I think. I think everyone gets into it. Everyone loves that song as well. And if you forgot about that song, you are reminded how good it is and how much you love it when it's played.
0: Couldn't agree more. That song is a hit. Good. Thank you. Um, and I feel like it's one that's like really lyric heavy, but everyone knows every word. Exactly. It's like so, it's so fun. Great answer. Thank you. Um, My number two is a newer karaoke song that I hadn't done before, but the last time we did karaoke, I was like, I'm in the mood to do this. And it's Come On by Kesha. And I don't know. I was like, wow, how have I never chosen this for karaoke? Because it was so fun. It was really great. I loved it. The karaoke bar, it was like, we had like at one of those karaoke bars where you have a private room. And wow, that song is just super, super banger. Also really fast lyrics that are really fun to say. And Yeah. it's just really fun to get into it's i loved it so i'm definitely going to choose that one again
1: that was another one where i feel like i remember people saying saying that they had never heard that song and i was shocked but if i think it is a little bit of like an underground kesha song and it is one of my favorites
0: yeah i it's kind of weird because i feel like it was on the radio i don't know i do know that it's in a just dance game yes it is um which might even be where I got to know it better. I don't know, but don't sleep on it if you're not familiar. It is so good.
1: Yeah, it's a banger. Um okay, my number 1 song is Always Be My Baby by Mariah Carey. I feel like it is that's kind of like a everyone a lot of people's favorite songs, but it really is one of mine and I'm not I'm not really that gifted when it comes to singing, so I probably shouldn't choose like Mariah Carey or Whitney Houston or Celine Dion songs. But I just can't help myself, especially with "Always Be My Baby." It's just one of my favorites. I love singing the do 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 Like I love singing those those parts of songs. So like that that song is also really fun. And I realized when I just sang that, I didn't sing it in that'll always be my baby format so just know that I do know that
0: (laughs) (laughs) that one I feel like that is just an iconic it's an iconic song iconic karaoke song too because that is also one that everyone knows and maybe they haven't thought about it in a while and everyone has fun when someone chooses that and yeah that is like your that is like your go-to song I'm glad that that's what you picked for your number one thank you I also picked my favorite go-to song, but they don't always have it at certain karaoke places, which makes me sad because I love it is let's hear it for the boy by Denise Williams. Um, I just, I love it. I think it's cute and fun and also doesn't have like a super long instrumental section, which is great (laughs) because I never really know what to do when you run into that. It's so embarrassing. I just, I love to, to sing it. And, um, People usually know. I haven't been in a situation where everyone's like, I don't know this song. So that's a plus, you know?
1: Yeah. And it's a a great one. And one I would have never thought of. But when you started singing it and every time you sing it, I love it.
0: Thank you. It's super fun. I I learned it when I was a kid for the first time because it was on an Old Navy CD that we had. Oh, that's funny. I like that. Yeah. I love an old Navy CD. They were good. It was We had a couple in their series called Cool Kids and Groovy Grownups. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I love that. It's yes, yeah, just a little thing I think about every time I think of that song.
1: <laughs> Should we have a podcast spinoff called Cool Kids and Groovy Grownups? Yes.
0: And also it's hard because I'm like, I guess... we're not cool kids are we cool we're both cool kids and what part are we it's like i'm not a i'm not a cool kid not yet a groovy (laughs) (laughs) grown-up
1: oh my gosh that is really
0: good (laughs) wow so so relatable too
1: (laughs) it really is Okay, well, uh, I know we already kind of discussed Run before because we watched one episode and talked about it, but do you want to give a brief description again?
0: Yeah. Now that we've
1: watched all of it?
0: Yeah, totally. And I won't necessarily go into, like, because the plot definitely changes a lot. Yes. The basic premise of Run, and this, again, we watched the first episode, so we kind of talked about it, but basically... Exes who dated, I want to say like 10 years prior to this, they have an arrangement where if one person texts the other run and the other person responds with the word run in within 24 hours, then they'll like meet up uh, at Grand Central Station and just like get on a train and like go across the country. The two leads are Merritt Weaver and Domhnall Gleeson. And that's basically what happens. And then it's kind of like crazy things happen as a result, basically. Good job.
1: Crazy things do happen.
0: Yes, very crazy things.
1: (laughs) I really, really wanted to love this show. I really did. And I liked it at the beginning. And then I started falling my my love for it started falling pretty fast, probably in the middle of it, and then at the very end I just like really did not like it.
0: I had the same experience, and I too was really sad, especially cuz I thought the first episode was really good. Yeah. Um I really liked the idea. Um But I feel like things started getting really, like, too dramatic and there were too many other, like, really crazy plot lines that I was, like, I was kind of just hoping that it was, like, we kind of, it's, like, a psychological thrill, like, where the thriller part of it is just, like, running, like, going on this trip with your ex you haven't seen in 10 years. To me, like, that's already exciting enough. Totally. Um, And another thing that was really hard was that I ended up not liking any of the characters, except for, like, the really, really small characters, like Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who we talked about, like, her and, like, a policewoman that you meet later on. In, like, the the last three episodes, I think, I really liked their characters. Yeah, I liked their
1: characters and their little side plot. That was probably my favorite part of the second half of the season. Same. I felt like they kept trying to make you feel like the same exact plot line was surprising over and over again because they would show you like bits and pieces here and there and then they would like build up and like show you more of the picture but I felt like I had already kind of figured out the grand picture so by the time they like were displaying it all out there I felt like I was extremely underwhelmed because I already knew that was where it was going
0: yeah I I fully agree with that
1: And then the finale was just, like, so underwhelming. I can't say... I feel like I'm saying that word a lot, but I can't think of anything else better to describe it because I watched it without realizing it was the finale. And then when it started, when my Hulu started playing Nathan for you, I was like, wait, what? (laughs) And I just was so confused that that was the finale. I didn't feel like there was any sort of resolution at all. And... Yeah, I don't know. Especially with one of the
0: characters, there was literally nothing. So, I don't know. I agree. I even had... I was so confused by the finale that I looked up, um, like, a recap. And even in the recap, they were like, I guess this happened. And then they put a question mark in parentheses. Like, this was on Vulture. I was like... Oh, my gosh. This is a TV critic who didn't even know what happened either. So, I'm not going to feel that stupid for being confused as to well no spoilers but like there's just a lot that suddenly ha- like I don't know it just feels like a like a big chunk was taken out yeah like yeah i agree i completely agree
1: i was i like rewound it for a second cuz i was like did i miss something and then i was like no i didn't
0: yeah it was very strange and literally like i think it's It feels, though, as when you're, like, when you're watching it, that you're supposed to be, like, sus- it's about, like, their relationship itself is supposed to feel really suspenseful, but I, by the end, was, like, I don't care who's with who. I, I don't know. Like, I don't really like anybody. No one was right or wrong.
1: No one was, um, no one's, like, love for each other was, like, swaying either way, like, it didn't really seem like anyone needed to be together and I just like didn't feel that strongly about any of them. So yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah, I was hoping this would be kind of like a kind of like a underrated show that like, oh, the best show on TV you're not watching, but like it just was a disappointment. I was very sad. Yeah,
1: me too. I wonder if it'll get renewed for a second season. That was another thing that I felt like was confusing is I feel like they kind of left it off on such a cliffhanger-ish situation that they were trying to set it up for a season two. But because of the content of the, the actual show, like the premise of the actual show, I don't feel like it would fit for a season two. So I don't know. I was confused.
0: Yeah. It almost felt like a like the whole series was like a short story or something. And then it's just like, I don't know. You know what? It would have made a good Black Mirror episode. Yeah, that's true. That could have been interesting. But yeah. I don't know. It was like the more I learned about the characters, I was just like the less I cared about them, which is a bummer.
1: Yeah, I agree. Sorry to all of you who are in our same position and wanted to like it. Slash... Was waiting to hear from us on how we liked it to watch it. We say, not necessary.
0: Yeah. Even though it's short, it's you can skip it, in my opinion.
1: Agreed. On the other hand, um, I mean, I don't want to speak for Jordan, but Rami Season 2 loved
0: it. You can speak for me because I also loved it. I was actually thinking, like, I mean, I hardly took any notes while I was watching it. I was just watching it and loving it. I may have been more into the second season than I was the first season even. And I really liked the first season. Mm-hmm. I think with both of them, I, um, it
1: took me an episode or two to remember how much I love it. And then I was so in love with it. And I think that happened with season one and season two for me.
0: Yeah, I agree. I'm even... I mean, I guess I think in both first and second season, the first episode does a lot of work, like setting things up. Um, It's almost that it feels like a little prologue to the season in a way. Like in Mm -hmm. this first episode, you meet a lot of um, important new characters and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But once it gets going, it's so good. And I feel like this is one of the best shows in developing their secondary characters, which I think is really interesting because um, when we were just briefly talking about the, uh, season two earlier today, um, we were both like our favorite episodes were the ones about like his mo- Rami's mom or Rami's sister or his uncle. like it's it's just it's really good at doing that and I am it's fun because the show is like it's called Rami. It's written and directed mostly entirely by Rami Yusuf himself but he's really good about these other side characters.
1: Yeah. Like we are able to like see so much of him, but we still have like half of the season was dedicated to other characters. Like this, like you mentioned, the sister had her own episode. The mom had her own episode. The dad had his own episode and an uncle had his own episode. So um, the fact that we're still, that they were still able to like move the story along and um you're still able to like see um Rami through all of those side characters is really cool and special and not something that most um tv shows have been able to do I feel like I feel like usually when there's like a concept episode like those um it's usually kind of a pause on the actual storyline and that's not always a bad thing but I really liked that these were um, able to still move the story along and um,
0: were st- were some of my favorite episodes of the season. Yeah, that's a really good point. I hadn't really thought of that it I it is it's it is kind of rare that these side characters episodes are happening like real time with other events. And yeah. um I did I feel like, yeah, I liked that. It wasn't like we had to stop. To focus on another character, like they're still part of everything that's going on. Exactly. Um, we should probably bring up that um Mahershala Ali is in this season. He is basically like the leader of this Muslim sect that Rami starts going to. And wow, he was like an amazing addition. I was I was addition to the cast. I was worried. A little bit when we got saw the promos that he wouldn't even be in it that much but he really was and so it was awesome
1: yeah I loved him I thought he was really really good um I mean no surprise but um I also just really liked his relationship with Rami and
0: I yeah I thought he did an amazing job yeah he yeah can't can't rave any higher about it he was amazing I would love if he... I mean, Rami did win awards. It would be amazing if Mahershala could win kind of like a guest star role or something. Yeah, that would be great. Get him on the road to an EGOT, you know? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. And while we're on that topic, his daughter... She was his daughter, right? Yes. Um, His daughter in the show was
0: also amazing. I loved her. They were... They... I it's like sometimes in the second season of something, they'll add new characters that don't it takes a while for them to like fit in. Mm-hmm. But they were just like really natural with was part of this show, even though they were really different than existing characters, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I, she was amazing. His daughter is played by Mamia Boafo. And I didn't recognize a lot of other things she's been in, but I thought she was amazing. And I want to see her in a lot more stuff.
1: Me too. I really hope we see her because I really loved her. Um, I thought that she was really great. And I also liked her chemistry with Rami and also with Mahershala. So yeah. all around
0: a plus. I agree. Um, This is a show where they've written really good female characters where it doesn't feel like it's a man trying to write like, like a cool girl or like a manic pixie dream girl at all like they all feel like real people. I agree and they're like educated and like
1: smart and yeah I just feel like they have a lot of substance to them. they're not perfect and yeah i I agree I really liked that as well you know because there's a lot of there's like a lot of um I would say it's like 50 50. As far as like main characters go on the show,
0: yeah, I agree with that. Um, especially want to shout out, um, Rami's mom, who's played by Hayam. Um, oh, I do not know how to say her last name, I think it's Abbas, who we obviously know and Our love from Succession. Mom. And it's really, really fun seeing her play a completely different character, so different. And like, she gets more screen time in Rami for sure. And she isn't it a ton. And she is so interesting and funny and like cringy at a lot of times, but like in like a really sweet way. Like it's just like she really, really shines and I love her.
1: Yeah, I would say her episode was my favorite episode. I don't know of the season, but of the like concept episodes, hers was definitely my favorite. I really love I thought she was amazing.
0: She really was. This show does a very good job. I mean, uh, obviously Rami himself, like, all these characters have plenty of flaws and I feel like it's gutsy of him, too, to make this show where, like, especially by the both seasons, you're just, like, pulling your hair out over Rami. Like, what are you doing? But Mm -hmm. even his mom, like, she, in her episode, I was, like, yelling at the screen a lot, like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe what you're doing. I was just like, no. No. Please, please stop. But, like, she does it in this way where you just like really love her and mm-hmm. um, it's wow. It's a great episode. That's definitely up there for me too of this season.
1: Oh, the other thing I was going to mention is um, this is also an A24 production and there's one episode where the music is a little different and it reminds me of like hereditary music. And it was just, it was really good. And I really saw the A24 jump out in that episode, I would say.
0: Which episode? Because I did not notice this. Um, The episode
1: where they uh, go to that one guy's compound or house or whatever.
0: Oh, that episode is so good. Yeah, like the music in it felt like very... um,
1: scary movie like indie scary movie to me and it just reminded me a lot of hereditary and also a little bit of uh like get out um but the music was really good
0: um that is fun because that episode it works for the vibe of the episode because they go to such a different place yes Wow. like i
1: it wouldn't fit in any of the other episodes so i was glad that it was kind of like a one-off thing but it was really fun That is such a cool
0: observation. Thank you. It makes me want to go back. I mean, like, this is a season I can see myself going back and rewatching. Well, it goes by so
1: fast that um, I feel like I either miss things or I just, like, instantly want to rewatch it because I loved it and it was so quick.
0: Yeah. And there's just so many details like that um, just everywhere. I feel like it's just a very, like, rich real feeling show and mm-hmm. it's total i think it's totally rewatchable if you can if you're in a like even anticipating some of the cringy parts i feel like it would i would still want to rewatch it totally i agree well i guess
1: it's pretty clear we loved it and now i'm very curious jordan who your crush of the week is
0: <sighs> well if mahershala ali is in something i'm gonna choose him as my crush I mean, it's just like Rami's sister when she's like, "Your shik is really effing hot." <laughs> That's exactly, yeah, it's true. He's so amazing. I always like to brag that, like, I have really had eyes for Mahershala Ali ever since he was in The Hunger Games in Mockingjay, and I was like, "Whoa, that guy's really hot," and. He is hot, and I was right. <laughs> and now he's, like, one of the biggest and stars you ever. one of the so... first to know and call it out. <laughs> I was. Everyone was talking about Liam Hemsworth, and I was like, guys, guys, Boggs. <laughs> Boggs. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, Um. yeah, I just – he was – He's so beautiful. and is like also in this one season, he's like very gentle and loving, like very and genuine, and also can be very like, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Like very commanding presence. yeah, and commanding also stern, like, yeah, like a total like a father, you know, to to us all, really. And I just, I just was blown away by him yet again. He's definitely my crush this week. I agree. Um, I,
1: I won't say him, but even I did love him. But I'll let you have him, and then I'll, I'll, I guess I'll just take Rami. He is also just like the, a cutie patootie. I love him, and I just like feel for him, and. I just want to like shake him and be like, no, you're you're not making the right decision and you're smarter than that and you deserve better. And I just have I have faith in him and I hope he can figure
0: figure it out, you know? Totally. I feel like. A comparison, or not so much a comparison, but, like, a contrast between Run and Rami is that you have all these character d- characters that are, like, making pretty dumb decisions, but in Rami, I, like, I still love the characters, and I, like, really want them to turn it around and, yeah, like, get it together, and in Run, mm-hmm. I was, like, you have made your bed sleep in it, like. Yeah, like, I don't care. Ugh. Yeah, and in Rami, I'm, like, I feel really strong love for all these characters, That I want them to be happy. Like, Mm -hmm. even even the episode about his uncle. Like, up until that point, his uncle is just this gross guy (laughs) that, like, Mm -hmm. says really awful things to people and is yucky. And even then, I was like, wow, now I really have compassion for his uncle. Mm -hmm. And Rami is right up there. You just, I genuinely worry about him. And even though he was making awful decisions in so far this whole show, but... I just love him, and so, yeah, good choice.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Also, like
0: the real Rami is so talented.
1: Yeah, he is great. He's amazing, and so funny, and yeah, I like I like that connection between why Rami is so good and why Run didn't work. I think that was a great, great connection. Thank you. There's been a lot of TV, so we have a lot. A lot more to go, you know? So hopefully you will join us next week. (laughs) There's still so much TV, we don't even know what to watch yet, but we're figuring it out, and we'll catch you then. Yeah.
0: See you next week. Bye.